At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. And speaking of Jersey, we'll get to the NFL games here in a bit. How about the state school opening up this Thursday, hosting Temple? Yeah. Now, I, I would say, traditionally, as a dog, Temple ATS-wise has always been good to back uh, over the last seven or eight years. However, last year, Temple, I mean, one in six, uh, just a disaster. You don't know how to judge it as much with COVID. Uh, but here comes Shiano and, you know, finished three and six last year. I think there's some a little bit of buzz for Rutgers yeah, or Lane well, 14. Better, better coach. Temple might be on our list, Patrick. When we do it this this year, we're going to have you know, everybody wants the UPI coaches poll top ten teams. No, that's not going to be the Lombardi line. The Lombardi line is going to focus on the bottom ten. And why are we going to focus on the bottom? The bo- we're going to call it the bottom feeders because they're going to feed us. They're going to feed us <laughs> feed money. Us money. They're going to feed us money, and the bottom feeders are bad teams like New Mexico State, UNLV. And it might be Temple in that bottom feeder group. But if you go through Kenny White's ratings or if you go through Phil Steele's that power rate these teams, there's some really bad teams out there. And, you know, just sometimes they're just rebuilding their program. And where I think we can gain an advantage for you, the better. 
is on these bottom feeder. We did it two years ago with Akron. We were ma we were making your money on Akron. They couldn't set the line well enough on Akron. We were actually laughing about it with Rutgers before Greg got there, uh, which, you know, remember when they had uh, – uh, who was the former coach? Ash. Uh, Chris Ash, he was there. They, we, you know, we, they couldn't make that. And Thomas, fortunately for Thomas, he couldn't take any Rutgers bets, or else he would have been bankrupt. You know, and so that's the that's our strategy. Mac and these bottom feeder teams. I think we can really, and we'll post it every week on Saturday on the show. We'll get a graphic up there. We'll show you who the bottom feeders are and where we can make some money. And maybe you know the lines just won't be because like that New Mexico State lot. UTEP's a bottom feeder team, and they beat New Mexico State by what thirty points. Yeah, that's they, they beat what they beat them thirty to three, so and thirty to three. A garbage team, and they're a bottom feeder. Yeah, a garbage I mean, U, team won UTEP's by twenty-seven. Gonna be in our, UTEP's, yeah, UTEP's going to be in our bottom list. Chiano's a professional coach. One thing I will say about Temple is be careful because they usually get after it defensively. And last year they ranked 110th in scoring defense. They're not going to be bad, that bad. You can go through Kenny White's numbers. They're not going to be that bad defensively. But I do think Rutgers, Rutgers is, this is as talented as they've been. They got a quarterback returning, a running back returning. I think that back seven on defense, Rutgers is going to be very, this is as talented as they've been in a few years. Put it that way. Yeah. And, and, and Temple has, of their starting defensive line, all of them are grad transfer or transfers. Some are yep. grad transfers, some are just transfers. I mean, of their defense, they have basically seven transfers on starting on their defense. So how does anybody really know what their power rankings are? Right? Are they, how are they? Are they any good? So you really got to go based on what you think, you know. And the freshman Mathis is going to start. He's a transfer. Yep. At quarterback, you know, is real Mitchell going to beat him out? It sounds like Mathis is the starter. So, and then the backups, are grad, the, 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 the running backs are grad transfer. But what I always tend to look at is offensive line, you know, and, and there they have basically, they have three transfers in their offensive line. I mean, this is basically the Temple program is, we can't use any prior numbers with it because these are all transfers from other schools. So we're using Temple's history behind players that don't have a history. And not to simplify it, but if you just go back to Illinois on Saturday, very much the strength of that team was the offensive line. They have three pros up front, Illinois, and that's what ended up grinding down. Now, Nebraska made a ton of mistakes, which we've discussed ad nauseum yesterday, but that offensive line of Illinois took over late, and that's what you always point to. Yeah. And especially heat and humidity, it, weather this time of the year, I think it's certainly going to be it. But I, I do think in studying this in the marketplace, it, you know, there are teams that, that have a hard time getting the number right. Louisiana Monroe might be one of those teams, too, with Terry Bowden as the coach building the program. They're not going to have a hard time getting these numbers right whenever they play somebody. You know, we got some big-time games coming up on Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday ready for those games. On I mean, we got a bunch yeah. of games on the 2nd, which is Thursday. So so, again, we've got the two weeks until the NFL's back, but college football keeps, keeps us satiated and as keep always. Keep us busy. Yeah, keep us busy. And, and, again, I think don't overreact. One week is – forget the week. Go to the next week. Keep it in a vacuum. That's the way you got a handicap. Yeah. Okay. I learned this from Ted Lasso. I'll tell you what I learned. Go ahead. Do, do your – I see you, Steph. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Michael Lombardi. <laughs> you know what? Who needs Berman? Who needs Steph? He's producing the show. He's directing the show. He's my yeah, man. I and see Steph, it. 
did, Steph did say it, it does appear you got that a new jacket. Is that fair? Is the cream jacket I've worn new? this before. I've worn this before. I was instructed to wear a different color jacket because Billy's like, you. It looks this. Every jacket looks the same. So she said, wear this one today. So I did. Well, hey, Dapper. You know, I just I'm a soldier. I follow orders. Hey, I just want to go. Like a I think we have model. to. We should we should have a picture of a goldfish. Okay. Because I heard on Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso said goldfish's memories are 15 seconds. I think better's memories have to be 15 seconds. You got to move on to that. You got to be a goldfish. I like. See, that. I learned some from Ted Lasso as it applies to the applies to the the, the the. I don't bet. You know, I mean, they took a picture of me signing up for the circuit contest. I don't bet. I signed up some friends now, but I don't bet. I was in Vegas. I didn't take any value. I didn't take any money for it, but I was there. It took you about 0.2 seconds to get on Twitter and be like, I was signing people up for this contest, just to be I clear. Mean, she took a, the lady took a picture of us, and I thought, oh, that's really nice, you know? I mean, next thing I know, I'm publicizing it. It was like, great. Well, for them, it's like Sinatra coming through back in the day get when out. you come no, through. That was awesome. It's such a great venue. I can't, you know, I got to say, though, Patrick, mm. the pool was fabulous. That circuit of the pool was yeah, fabulous. Yeah, you sent me Derek great pictures. And unbelievable, but. You know, that heat in September, when I want to focus on football, I think I would take it indoors. What, you thought it was hot here now, when I you think were here? October, it was 110. Yeah, I think October would be great to watch the games outside. But I think inside it would be a little better in September. That heat will get you going. <laughs> it's pretty intense. It's going Well, we actually, not, not that anybody cares, we're cooling off here in Vegas over the next week. Um, you high, were? You high, are? high 90s. Oh, nice. That's not bad. How's it there in Ocean City? As By the way, it start, looks Today like the storm's decreasing a little bit, Ida, so we're happy to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hot and muggy here. It's, it's uh, you know, it's typically when we get into we get August to September, we start to get cooler evenings and kind of the humidity goes away, but we haven't gotten there yet. You get the but hoodie. don't cry for us. No, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be good. I got you, Argentina. You get the hoodie on and uh, you read football. Stuff. I love it. There you go. What are you going to do? Like, where's uh, Patty Lapone when you need her, right? Where's right Patty Lapone when you need her? Uh, the, yeah. Okay, so week one. You want to talk about game one. I know for a fact you're taking Dallas. I know for a fact if it's seven and a half, you're going to bet Dallas. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to bet Dallas, but I definitely think that's – I don't think Tampa is a touchdown better than a lot of teams, especially a team that can score. And I think you have to be really worried about the backdoor cover here. You know, when you give up seven and a half in a pro game, that's a lot of points in a pro game, especially to an offense that has a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, show Dak a little respect here. Seven and a half? Maybe. I mean, come on now. And, and it's been sitting there. And Brady, I mean, he was. Did you think it was interesting that Arians used his starters that much uh, against the Texans? Brady was 11 of 14, 154 and a touchdown and the win. No, I, I think he has to. I think he has to. People are trying to get some continuity and trying to get you know, trying to get some execution in in this. You you have to. You can't get it at practice. There's just not enough time. They're gonna be ten padded practices before the game. And it's not basketball. Like basketball, those guys practice basketball every day. Football without pads on is a different game than football with pads on. All right. It's a completely different game. Right. And so you gotta get that you gotta get that wear and tear on it. And I think I think the smart teams did that. Okay, well then let me give you three teams that blew off the preseason, okay. and then we'll look at their week one lines, and you tell me if there's a possibility that they're not quite as sharp, and one will start on Sunday night. 
Chicago at the Rams. The Rams are laying seven and a hook. The Bears played starters. The Rams essentially didn't. Would you be nervous about them being rusty? You could go first half with the Bears, maybe thinking the Rams will get better and, and more clicking by the second half. Yeah, I, I, I would go first half. I, I don't think the Rams lose this game, but I think that, that they're going to take a little bit of time to get their thing to get going a little bit. I think the one thing that makes me comfortable with the Rams here is the fact that you know, Brendan Staley was on the staff with the Rams last year. So Sean McVay understands how to attack this defense pretty much as well as anybody. Now, he knows it's hard. It'll be difficult. They've got to match up. And, but I do think he'll put Matthew Stafford in really good situations. And I think this will be a really good game plan by Matthew, with Matthew Stafford by Sean McVay against the Bears defense, which I think he can put him in a checkmate. He can create them into situations where they change, where they, where they have to use their adjustments, and then he attacks the adjustments. So that's why I lean this way. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to take the Rams because the Bears have looked so bad. Uh, I would stay away from this game. I don't like it. I think it's too many points. I think it'll be a huge pick and survivor for people to take the Rams because they feel like they'll win home home game, national television game. Why not? We shall see. Narrative can drive the market, not necessarily with pros, but what's funny about that Bears-Rams number with the Rams lane seven and a half, if Fields was named the starter, we'd have a better chance of going to seven just because there'd be excitement, there'd be money pouring in on the Bears. Pouring in is a little extreme, but do you see Patrick, what I'm saying? There is, there is no money pouring in on the Bears. Okay, so there's been 7,500 7, 7, tickets written for this game, Okay. 86% of those tickets that have been written are on the ramps. 97% of the money. 97% of the money <laughs> yes. is on the ramps. Now, and now I'm being told the line is going to come down. There's an indicator that the line will go will go back to 7 again. It went up to 7.5, and, and now it's going to go back to 7. I do see. I so do where is it? Where, who's betting? No one's betting. The, like, I just think that's too many points in a pro game, especially uh, on a backdoor cover. Yeah. Well, Kansas City got, I mean, we, let's learn something from Kansas City. How many times did Kansas City get backdoor covered last year? Well, Kansas City they didn't cover anything last year. They won. They didn't, they didn't cover a cover. thing. Yeah. No, you're right. And by the way, I do see offshore books moving to seven there with Chicago in in Los Angeles with the Rams lane seven. But uh, the books here in town, mostly seven and a half. Now, let's continue this theme. Staley, the uh, same philosophy as his former head coach there. He was defensive coordinator with the Rams, now coaching the Chargers. How about this? So Washington and Rivera, they went hard and played everybody weeks one and two. Then it gets Baltimore in week three. They shut it down, right, Michael? So the mm -hmm. Chargers who didn't play anybody. Herbert never saw a snap. The Chargers, there was a pick them, and now the Chargers have been bet up to a point and a half, maybe a point at Washington to start the year. You know, a couple things worry me about this game. Heat and humidity for the Chargers. They don't practice in it in Los Angeles. Their execution against a really good defensive front. How good is this offensive line going to handle the front? Now, they practice against who the Chargers practice against. They practice against the 49ers, didn't they, down That's there? That's right. Yep. You know, so they've had a little bit of work there, but I, I worry about that. I worry about them being able to block this front, you know, especially with some young offensive linemen. You know, they got Corey Lindsay in there to play, but, you know, you got a young left tackle and, and, and Slater, the kid they drafted from Northwestern. So, you know, can this offensive line come together? I think that's going to be the biggest concern against a really good defensive front. And that would be my biggest concern going in. Uh, 
I would lean towards Washington in this game only because of that. I think the execution will be a factor here. I mean, Herbert did see what he started 14, 15 games last year, but not having any live bullets in the preseason. But you mentioned, I mean, the practice, he's, he's been all about it, but that's one of the better defensive fronts, Washington and all of football. So that's going to, that's going to pressure any offensive front. You're going to have a hard time blocking them, you know, but I mean, this Herbert, they, they've got great matchups. I mean, Keenan Allen's hard to cover. We had him in our top 10 receivers. Mike Williams is a really good down the field receiver. You, you know, they've got ways to get the football. And, you know, Eckler is a good back. He's a change of pace back. And he can run the ball effectively. And they've got Jackson and Kelly as they come in there to run the football. So, and I think defensively they're going to be much improved. I mean, they get Bosa back. You know, they're going to be able to be more diversified in their scheme. They, they get they get uh, uh, my man back, to Derwin James, the strong safety, Stud. who will be a playmaker for them. So they're going to be, and they're they're better at corner than they've been in the past few years. They got Asante Samuel they draft in the second round to go along with Chris Harris. I mean, this is a good team. I think I think the approach. I wouldn't think it was the right approach, but they're so concerned. Is Bosa going to stay healthy? Can they stay healthy with their team? I think that's why they chose us. They've got three starters in the offensive line, three that are over 30 years old. They got four starters on offense over 30 if you add Jared Cook. So they probably felt like, look, we probably need to make sure this team's healthy when we get to week one. Defense could be very – they are obsessed with that Samuel kid they drafted out of Florida State. He's, he's undersized, but I guess he's been having a great – He's got instincts and he's got balance, two of the greatest things corners need to have. They have to have instincts and they have to have balance. If you want to be a great corner in the NFL, instincts and balance will carry you further than speed. Let's keep the theme going. LaFleur, yeah. same tree, Green Bay. They don't really play yeah, many. But – Go ahead. But he's got an ace. He's got an ace in his pocket. His name's Aaron Rodgers. I've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, you've heard of him. You know, he's also debating whether he wants to host Jeopardy or not. I mean, uh, you know, it's the same thing that LaFleur, it's the same thing that that uh, Sean has, McVay. I mean, he's got Stafford. So when a quarterback with experience can come in without a lot of reps, the rest of the team can go pretty good. So Green Bay opens in New Orleans week one. And the number opened Green Bay two and a half, that up to that key number of three. It's pretty, it is three every single shop. So it really isn't, uh, my guess is it closes right there, three, the key number with Green Bay laying it in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, I mean, Sean, the, 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 the Saints organization, to applaud to them for getting family members and everybody out of New Orleans when the storm came through. And how this is going to affect them and their preparation for week one, I don't know. You know, I, I, we tend to forget about the personal side of football. But just let's put yourself in a, a Saints player's mindset. And you have a beautiful home in New Orleans. And you live it and you have to vacate it. And now all of a sudden you realize that your home has been destroyed and all your family mementos, all the pictures that you have, everything that's important to you that was in that house has been destroyed. You know, mm. can you go to work and concentrate? Mm -mm. I don't know. You know, I know I probably would have a really hard time with that. So I don't know the effect of Ida as it relates to the entire team and being able to predict how they'll perform week one in the Superdome. Now, I saw... Uh, one of the one of the Saints beat writers on Twitter today said there was no damage to the Superdome that it made it through fine, great. But there's going to be some damage to somebody, whether it's Cam Jordan's home, and I hope not. 
but it, it is going to affect. I mean, Sean and Peyton, I think he lives in downtown New Orleans. I'm sure that wherever he lives, I'm sure his building probably got some, some form of damage. How does that affect you in your preparation? Yeah, no power. It's easy to say, it's easy to say don't worry about it, right? Because when you, somebody says that to you, it's not, your, it's exactly. not their worry. Exactly. No power across New Orleans. And, you know, it's something that we always discuss. We talk about data and we crunch numbers, but handicapping the human condition also plays into this. And that is something that, I mean, they're going to be dealing with the cleanup and uh, hopefully not too bad residuals, but they're going to be dealing with this for weeks. This is one team that is very happy. There's from week three to week one and starting the regular season that they've got a two week respite because they need it and they deserve it. Everybody in New Orleans. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, it's I think the thing that we're seeing, too, is, you know, we have to play in all the things that affect players like Steph just sent me an email, uh, you know, that COVID has now captured Brian Kelly, Zach Pascal, and Carson Wentz for the Colts. Uh, And the Colts have had one of the worst, I would say, training camps in terms of distractions off the field besides with Wentz's injury. Now Wentz is on the COVID list because he's got close contact. Those are hard things to get past, right? And their tackle, you know, Michael, been, and the left tackle. Uh, Quentin Nelson and Tevi goes out with an injury. You know, I mean, there's a lot of bumps in the road here for this for the Colts. Are they going to be ready to go opening weekend? That's going to be a hard one. You want to know it's fascinating? Just as Stephanie yeah. sent, just look at your board. It's lighting up threes. Seattle's lighting up three across the board right now. Yep, there it is. Do you see, see him lighting? So what are we? Yep. What do we mean by that? This is the importance of timing in, in sports betting. Seattle was sitting two and a half most at every book. It's with this announcement of the COVID concerns for the Colts, this is why you got to get a live screen here. Go to vcin.com. Uh, it's I'm seeing threes pop up here, Michael, with Seattle laying it in week one at the Colts. And let's remember, the Colts were a two and a half point favorite this, before anything happened with Wentz. And then that line flipped all the way to two and a half for Seattle because we weren't sure who was going to be the starting quarterback. And now it's going to go to three because of all the COVID problems. You know, we got Sam Tevy who's out. Does that mean that does, does that mean what, what are they going to do at left tackle? Right? So we know that's always been a concern for them. And, you know, we know Eric Fisher's not going to be back, but Julian Davenport, is he going to be the starting left tackle or are they going to go with Will Holden? Then Quentin Nelson's on the list. He's on COVID. I mean, so now you add three more guys to the COVID list. And then, oh, by the way, T.Y. Hilton's out. So he's missing games. Is Paris Campbell ready to step in and play? Michael Pittman's a good player. But, you know, there's a lot of question marks going on, a lot of moving pieces that I'm sure the Colts will handle. But they may not be able to handle them in week one of the season. They this may handle huge. them by week two, week three. Yeah. No, this is you. You just nailed it. This is huge, as uh, Kelly, Pascal, and we don't even know T. Y. Hilton. They're being. It's a little nebulous as to what the injury, how long he's going to be out for. But the Wentz thing. You know, I, I mentioned there's generally not as much volatility from the preseason with the swings and line movement as in the regular season. Those numbers are pretty tight. But Michael, in a COVID world, you can see those swings like this. No doubt. And and this is what we're in. I think this is what swings more than money right now is information. Information swings the line. And this is what's doing it. The COVID news is swinging the line. So then you start to do the math. Okay. uh, 14 days, 13 days until the opener. They've got to quarantine, what, 10 days at least. They have to have three negative tests. You have to start going. Well, I mean, look, if. I mean, if, if, if Carson Wentz tested, didn't get the vaccination and he's tested positive, even if he's cleared to play 12 days from now, 
He's not going to play well. I mean, we know we learned this watching basketball all offseason. Good point. It takes guys a little while to come back. Good point. Paging Dr. Cousins for Mr. Wentz. Paging Dr. Cousins and Dr. Jackson. We continue week one next here at Lombardi Line. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Okay, let's stay on this theme of the Colts, Michael Lombardi, as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, because as Michael and I are looking at our live betting screens, we're seeing a Seattle light up to three from two and a half. Why? The announcement that, you know, three players, including Carson Wentz, have gone on uh, the COVID list for the Colts. And we're just talking to Ann and Steph in studio about this. So again, this was the Colts lane two and a half with the announcement that Wentz would be out five to 12 weeks. It flipped to Seattle two and a half. That's a big move, obviously. Now we've gone up to three and you'd point out the left tackle. Like how will Se- Seattle's just going to attack that left tackle? And you know, they're going to, this is going to be an interesting approach from Seattle. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, that's going to be the Achilles heel to the Colts. And then if you add in that Quentin Nelson's not playing and Ryan Kelly's not playing, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's Mark Lakowski and Brandon Smith on the right side of the line. That's a challenge. You know, those guys are good players. But when you want to run the ball, you want to run the ball with physicality behind a good line, you know, and, and try to hide the left tackle a little bit. But now when you have weaknesses all over, including, you know, they might only have one healthy. We know Sam Ellinger's not healthy. No. They might have only one healthy quarterback. They're going to have to sign somebody. Eason's going to be start. Look, by the way, Wentz, he also isn't vaccinated from what I understand. So that's going to affect the opener in 13 days. I don't, I think it's a different quarantine process for the unvaccinated and the vaccinated. I, I don't know. Maybe there's no doubt there is, there is a definite one uh, unvaccinated. I think it's five days that you just have to have positive te- have negative test or, or non, but if you have it, you know, if you've contact, if you have it, I think it's ten days whether you've been vaccinated or not. Okay. Well, that's where we stand. Uh, here's what I mean. This is. I think they were placed on the list for COVID or or contract tracing problems. I mean, there's that's the difference, right? Yeah, placed on the reserve COVID list. We're still waiting for the information as to the exact reason. Um, here's what you do know. Reich's got his hands full because there's been so much going on with this team. T.Y. Hilton, you mentioned, yep. and injuries nonstop. Quentin Nelson, the left tackle, and nonstop. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they, 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 it's just been – and then, you know, Hilton, receivers, getting the quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts here for their team. And their defense is going to have to carry them. They're going to have to play really well early in the year because that's been the one area they haven't had the injury bug going to them. Their offense has been a little bit of the issue. Yep, that's the news. COVID list for three players, including Carson Wentz. And Michael just mentioned it. They're going to, they'll be shopping for a quarterback today because right now, essentially, all they have is Jacob Eason. That's all they have, right? So, you know, where do they go? I I think that's the question mark. And I think you're going to see a little bit of action going on here. You know, we're seeing a bunch of little trades. You know, uh, Carolina traded for Bam Johnson, the defensive end from the Bills, to get a young – I think you're going to see a little bit of this now. I think a lot of these will be conditional picks for players to get these two weeks to look at them before they have to cut them. Did you hear anything over so, the last? Like, if, ahead, please. If I said to you, like, if, as given the listener an example, I'll trade you Josh Applebaum and you give me a seventh round pick in 2022 if he's on the roster week eight. And that gives you two weeks to look at him because they were going to cut him anyway, is the point. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we could get a second rounder for Applebaum. 
I, I think there's no, we'd hold out for hire as he's vacationing now, sipping Mai Tais. God bless him. He deserves it. <laughs> he, he does. He's been grinding. We miss uh, Josh. Now, Will Hill's coming up next. I'm sure he'll be a ray of sunshine. Um, I'm just playing well. The t- <laughs> last 24 hours, have you heard anything as far as you saw Flores down in Miami sidestep the Watson rumors and said he has utmost confidence in Tua? Anything else uh, as far I as mean, Watson? What, the, what, what could, what, like, seriously, sometimes I wonder. Like, I know you have to ask the question, but do. what do we expect him to say? <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting Watson. I told those guys upstairs, I want Watson. I don't care if we got to give up to it. Like, you think he's going to say that? I know. I know. I'm just waiting for one coach to do it one time. Like, dude, Tua's fine. <laughs> maybe Ted Lasso will do it. Maybe he'll do it. You know, maybe that's the I, I, I'm the only it. person, because I don't have Apple TV, and I refuse to get another service. I have every service, and I'm paying for everybody's. So uh, my question for you is Ted Lasso, everybody loves it. Is it basically just a dude that's very positive? Yeah, very positive, yeah. Okay. I think it's I a little Gomer Pyle-ish. It's Gomer Pyle-ish without, you know, it's it's very authentic. It's not, it's not, like, you know, Gomer was authentic. I thought Gomer was, you know, and, and he's smarter than he thinks he is, and I think Gomer was smarter than he thinks he is. And you like Sudeikis as an actor? I thought he was great. Okay. Wow, Who this, am I is, to judge? this is an overwhelming recommendation from Michael I've Lombardi. Just, I just take it a little. Remember, we're goldfish, Patrick. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> 15 we got to forget about it. Fifteen. So, well, I already forget what just happened. I know this. <laughs> exactly. Will Hill's coming up next. Soon, I'll forget, yeah. and then we'll be yeah. on our we'll little. To ask him. Yeah, it'll be our weekend coming up here in a half hour. We continue. Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Beeson Studios here at the South Point. Coming back with Will Hill. Contest, you need strategy. We've got you covered inside the pro football betting guide. You got the contest football betting strategy. So, again, VEASAN experts have won these NFL contests you're about to enter. Why not get some help? The guide is $19.99. It's that simple. Download the VEASAN NFL betting guide today. It comes right to your computer. It's in your inbox. Get all access. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Everything we offer for the entire football season. You can't beat it. It's VEASAN dot com slash subscribe Michael Lombardi Patrick Maher Steph did something wise today she, she put in many days Steph not just today she put what she put William Hill point spread weekly contributor in the bottom of the hour here so he could prove himself Michael and if he does well we'll let him stick around for the next segment as well what do you think about that little test here for William wow. Hill well, you know, I mean, it depends on what kind of mood he's in. I mean, he's got a lot to do. He's working on the Lakers. He's kind of helped fix the Tigers. Mm-hmm. He's got, you know, he's got an NBA scheduling that he's got to handle for most sports. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of things he's got to work on. Yeah, well, I'm guessing mood would be cantankerous, as we say hi to yeah. William Hill, who's got a cross-sport parlay that Stephanie was like, wait, he's betting a baseball game tonight and week one football. We'll get to that in just yeah. a bit. Uh, what's going on, Will? How you doing today, bro? Nothing. I'm embracing the pressure. Bring me on with, you know, runners on the corners, one out, see if I can get out of the jam and then bring me back for the next inning. I'm okay with it. Whatever you got to do. You get to fix the ninth inning with your Yankees. The best record, obviously, over the past uh, 35 games, but still you got issues at the back end. 
Yeah, got some issues. Had some issues getting to the back end yesterday. Gallo misplays the ball. The next ball gets hit out of the ballpark. And uh, yeah, they always, they even when they had the great teams in '98 and the early 2000s, they always struggled out west. So, um, I, you know, if you could get two out of three in the, against the Angels, got to split against the A's. That's okay. It's going to be hard to catch the Rays, but not impossible. But uh, you know, if you look going forward, they do have a pretty easy schedule. Thoughts from the football games yesterday. You just heard, by the way, did you hear what happened with the Colts? They just, the Seattle just lit up the three because the Colts have everybody going on COVID, including Wentz. Interesting. Yeah. That, I mean, this is a case of getting the best of the number. I mean, you could have gotten Seattle plus three. You could have gotten the Colts plus there were some three and a half, four out there. Um, I mean, I don't know if COVID would affect the game two weeks from now. I, I'm not sure about that, but, uh, Obviously, three is the key number. Games land on three more than any other number, so you want to be on the right side of two and a half there if you're betting that. You know, well, you watched a lot of NBA, and, and you saw what I saw. Guys that were on the COVID list that came back took a little while to play well, right? I wonder how much, you know, Wentz has not had much practice. He's had the foot injury. Now he's on the COVID list. If he's, How is he really going to be able to play effectively where you feel comfortable betting him in week one? Yeah, I mean, even with no COVID, I don't know how comfortable I feel betting on Wentz anytime. So, yeah, it's a good point. And the strength of that team is the offensive line, the interior, Nelson and, and Kelly, the center. And, you know, they're, they're kind of those injuries that I don't know that they move the line. I don't know if the average better thinks of the offensive lineman when they make a bet. But, I mean, that's the strength of their team. And if those guys are hobbled and, and also you, the fact that Wentz, if he's not 100 percent behind a, a bad offensive line, you know, that knee injury, a lot of people stay with the knee injury. The knee can recover. Sometimes the mind never recovers. Sometimes, you know, that's why these guys, they're just never the same because they don't trust the knee like they did before. So that's also something you have to factor. Um, just tough to lay three here when you could have laid two and a half. Yeah, yeah, 100%. By the way, is there anything from the preseason now that it's wrapped up? Like, for example, Atlanta. You love Atlanta going over their posted win total this year, but they didn't they didn't show you anything in the preseason. Has anything has anything changed your mind as far as these three weeks in the preseason? Not really. I think if you're drawing grand conclusions from the preseason, you're probably overreacting to it. I think, you know, Jacksonville was a team I was kind of high on. I thought they could be a sneaky team. That one, it's probably a St. Jude's bet in terms of the division. Uh, just I don't think they're good and good enough on the offensive line. So maybe that was one takeaway where, you know, it's not that I even love Jacksonville. It was just more of a fade, way to yeah. fade into fade the tight fade uh, the Titans. You know, Houston's probably not going to be a factor. So. I, again, maybe you could win that thing with eight or nine wins if hell breaks loose with the other two teams, but that's going to be hard for Jackson. That might take a year or two. You know, I think it's you know it's going to be interesting too because when you break down Jacksonville, I think it's more of a staff issue. Like I'm not sure their staff's all on the same page and it all fits together. So you know, and, and they're going to take some time to get going. Tennessee, for what they did last year, Will, to win 11 games with a defense as bad as they played, I think is one of the remarkable coaching jobs of all time by Mike Vrabel. How much do you think losing Arthur Smith, how much do you weigh that in a lot? Huge. Do you worry about Henry's Henry's workload? I mean, this is now back-to-back year, 400-plus touches. I mean, it's that's pretty, basically I mean, how does he keep doing it? It's unprecedented. Yeah. I, I'm not sure it can happen again. And we were having a conversation earlier on the show. Tell me a team that that's the centerpiece of their offense is the running back other than Tennessee. You know, it, I was working with Danny Cannell, of course, a former NFL player, and he was telling me, he's like, even if they keep it in-house with the offensive coordinator, which they did with the Titans, Michael, that dance that you start to build over two years with Tannehill yeah. and Smith, there's a rhythm that they find with one another, and play calling right. is very momentum-based. 
No doubt. And, and, you know, and look, somebody, Smith has ideas, you know, and and he was able to really do a wonderful job of getting the ball to A.J. Brown, getting the ball to their receivers. And and I didn't think he did a great job of using Janu Smith. I thought he could have been a bigger factor, especially run after catch. But, I mean, I think they're – he Arthur did a great job, and, and no one's as good as Arthur. I think if somebody was better than Arthur on that staff, they would have they would have they would have had him, you know. And I think it's going to be a hard thing. And Tannehill's going to look for answers. Who's going to provide those answers? Yeah, because remember when they hired Smith, he had never done any. I mean, he was nobody knew him. They, they knew his nobody dad. Knew they knew his dad. But, but, stepped, but look, he stepped in for Lafleur. I mean, Lafleur was, Lafleur was like, terrible. He, he, a, he was terrible. So it wasn't like we were. This guy was good. Right. This guy, it just shows you that you just don't know. How about one thing? To, yeah, please, Will. Oh, sorry. Uh, if you're betting the Titans, one thing to always look at with, with Tannehill, his numbers since joining the Titans are elite. I mean, it's almost crazy. He's up there with Mahomes and some of these stats. But when he, it, it's all off play action. When you take away the play action, he is very pedestrian. It's like two different quarterbacks with play action, without play action. So, well, you know, when yeah, they play but, the Ravens, and, and I don't, they played, yeah. Go ahead, Will. I mean, I don't disagree. I think you're right. It's all play action. The problem is when that big fella's back there, you got to respect any, any action to him. No, I just thought like last week, last year, first round against the Ravens, one of the reasons I like the Ravens, Ravens could take away the run, and you saw the Titans. I mean, they put up, what, 13, 16 points. So yep. it's, uh, when, you make, when you make Tannehill one-dimensional and have to pass, it's definitely a different, uh, different quarterback. All right. I think you deserve another shot. I think you nailed it. The man in black, the, the man in black with the kids in the back. I like the setting when you're with the kids in the background, as Looks opposed good. as opposed to Looks sitting good. there like you're getting interrogated by Michael and myself. <laughs> and when we come back, you've got a tight end in Minnesota. But those that don't know, William Hill is a purple people eater. He's a big Minnesota Viking guy. So Minnesota is opening up in Cincinnati. The hook's been added. Minnesota's laying three and a half. Is William concerned about missing the tight end to start the year? We'll find out when we return. Plus, Mr. Baseball, get your mitt, man. We got baseball plays coming up as well, including in just about 30 minutes, my Tigers hosting the Twins. We continue Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. the summer Fridays, you're going to love Money Mondays over at BetMGM. So here's the deal. You bet 50 bucks Monday through Sunday. If you do, and you will at BetMGM once you start, you're going to wake up with $10 spree in your account every Monday. That's pretty cool. That's a really good offer, actually. BetMGM.com or BetMGM app. Live betting daily promotions, unique parlay offers. Must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. William Hill, Point Spread Weekly, joins Michael Lombardi. And myself, I never know if I say that correctly. Good broadcaster. Is it Michael Lombardi and I, one of the two? So, William, we talked about Minnesota, and you are a Vikings fan. This year, that defense has to improve, but we go to the offense. Irv Smith, your tar- starting tight end. What, year three out of Bama? Um, yeah, meniscus, going to miss week one, most likely. And Minnesota's in Cincinnati. Minnesota's jumped up to three and a half there in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think you buried the lead. Zimmer said today he could miss a couple of weeks, but he could be out for the season, which was uh, really? a strange comment. Yeah, that's what yeah. he said. He said they haven't yeah, really I mean, missed, I think, missed the season. I, wow. I think this is one of those where I don't think they expect him back in two, three weeks. I think they know there's more damage in there than meniscus. They may have to repair something else. So I, I think that that's right. Wow. Okay. You guys well, that, wonder why I'm always cranky. I mean, you really, you really wonder why I'm always cranky. I root for this team, and it's just, man. Uh, last year, they had all these injuries on defense. So that's why I kind of liked them this year. I thought that, you know, they'd be healthier on defense. There'd be some regression on defense. Zimmer's not going to have a, a terrible defense two years in a row. They'd be better against the run with Pierce and Tomlinson up front. But they were really healthy on offense last year. And I think we're starting to see already, you know, they're due for some, maybe some bad health luck on offense. And, you know, I still think they'll be pretty good. That's still enough there. If you have Cook, Thielen, Jefferson, and healthy cousins, the line's still going to be shaky. But that still should be a pretty good team. But, again, when you pay the quarterback that much money, you just don't have that much room for depth. And they don't really have anybody behind Smith. I mean, Conklin's more of a possession guy, uh, a blocker. But they don't have a lot at, at tight end. And, you know, they were expecting big things from Smith. So, definitely a blow. Yeah, and I think Darashaw's a blow too, Will. I mean, they lose Darashaw, who they thought was going to be their starter at left tackle, and now they've got to put Rashard Hill in there, the kid they got from Jacksonville. Uh, is that going to be good enough? And we know Mr. Cousins, if he's not well protected, it's not a very good thing. So that, that concerns me. I mean, Minnesota, when they have to drop back pass, when Dalvin Cook can't influence, you talked about Tennessee, this is strictly a drop back pass team. And they've got to be able to do it. Now they go into Cincinnati. Cincinnati's front may give them some problems. I I don't trust Minnesota on their road. I'm not in love with their offensive line. 
no, they never travel well. Bad offensive lines, like you said, bad offensive lines never travel well. And if you're laying the hook there, man, you're really getting the worst of the number because that was three forever. Laying yeah. three and a half on the road now. I don't know that you're rushing up to the window to bet Burrow. We haven't seen any of Burrow. I mean, saw him, what, one series all preseason. Hasn't played since last, what, October, November. So, you know, I'm not, not, not sure that you're rushing up to the window to bet Cincy either, but I don't think you can lay three and a half with Minnesota. I, I'm not laying anything week one NFL. I'm not laying on the road. That's yeah. it. I'm just yeah. not. I'm not laying on the road week one. There's just that's always one of those things I just kind of cross off as a. Yeah, well, I think these fans are going to be so so excited to. I mean, Cincinnati road game may be different. Maybe they'll all be at Jeff Ruby Steakhouse hanging out. But I, you know, I, I think that that it's that it's hard to judge these home fields. And I think heat and humidity, Patrick, are going to play a huge role in these games because if you're like the Chargers who've never really practiced in it, and you go back to Washington and you get one of these sticky hot days like today here in the Northeast, that's going to wear you out quickly, and you're not going to be ready to go in the fourth. I thought that's what happened to Philly in the opening game of the year against Washington last year. They just couldn't They couldn't hang. Yeah. No, well put. And the humidity is a great point as we get started here. In 10 days, we're 10 days out from Dallas at Tampa. And then, uh, of course, a proper 10, 11, 12, 13 days out from a proper 12th. Okay, William. The, let's go baseball here because it's interesting, you know, it, today and coming up, and that's just about 20 minutes first pitch, Minnesota's getting bet, getting bet in Detroit. Open 109, it's up to 133 with Ober and Mize, who I know you love, I do do, do as well. You're going to stay away from the game itself. You're going to focus on the total here. Yeah, I mean, I really like Ober, so I'm not shocked that Minnesota's getting bet, but I am a little surprised. Detroit's played really well. This is a tough spot for Minnesota. I believe this is a makeup game. So this is, I mean, this is the middle, end of August, a dead season. They're going to fly into Detroit for one game and fly out. Uh, Getaway days, I I like the unders anyway. The umpires have a flight to catch. The opposing team has a flight to catch. I think you're going to get, you know, maybe a little bit of a wider zone. Guys swinging at the first pitch. And I just like the pitchers. Like you said, my number one pick overall has come into his own. You know, he's still got a little development to go. He doesn't strike out as many guys, not as dominant as you like, but still a really good pitcher. And and Ober's good too. Ober's pitched well. He's a really deceiving guy because he's like 6'9", 6'10", monster of a guy. If you look at him, it looks like he throws 105 miles an hour. He actually throws really soft. He's like an 89, low 90s guy, which is – which is really slow for the, for you know all these pitchers that throw in the upper 90s. He is not that type of guy, so he's tough to hit. So I like the under here. I'm surprised that uh, that, it, that Minnesota's getting bet as hard as they are, though. You know, it's interesting though. This park is a, is really an under park. I think it hits at 63 percent of America. the clip yeah. on the uh, Comerica on the under. And you know, look, uh, you know, Uber's what he's 2.11 earn run average, and and in the last five games, I think he's he's just given up two or fewer runs. So I was all over the under in this game. To me, I, I'm with you, Will. Yeah, and I by the way, I just got even money at a book on the under. I just bet it while we, while the three of us were talking. How about multitasking, Patrick? Thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, you know you know that, Michael. Um, uh, Wheeler in Washington, so Philly in Washington, and Washington's got the kid they traded for with the Dodgers there in gray, and Washington's getting bet here. Well, uh, Wheeler opened 182. It's down to 145. Well, you're going to focus on the total and go under that eight and a half. 
Yeah, look, when you trade away uh, Turner and Max Scherzer, you better get something good in return, and they did. That, that pitcher's going to be really good. Josiah Gray, nasty stuff. Uh, yep. Still walks too many guys, but he's really good. He's, he's going to do well in the National League. He'll probably make a bunch of all-star teams. So they have a future ace and at least something they got back in return because that team's a disaster with what they owe Corbin, what they owe Strasburg. But uh, I like the under. I think Wheeler will pitch better. This, you know, If you look at his last start, he gave up seven runs, but a lot of that was late in the game. Girardi left him in through the ninth inning. So I think he gave up a run or two in the eighth and then three in the ninth. Uh, maybe pitched a little better than his numbers were. He was pitching a pretty good ball game for most of that outing versus Tampa. So I like the under here. I, I can understand the move to Washington. I can understand the market not trusting Philly. They just not a team you can trust. I mean, they don't play good defense. Every time you go to trust them, they lose three or four in a row. So that that was a little inflated at 182. But I think I do think the under is a better bet here. You know, after Sunday's game, the Nationals Park has the third highest rate of unders in the league. It's 57.1% of their home games. Only Comerica and City Field are better. So you like the under here. Wheeler's last, what, six games, the, the combined scores in those games have been 6.86. So another reason they'll back the under here. And I, I think you're right, Will. I think the under's a strong play. Yeah, a couple of books that brought it down to eight. So you could still get an eight and a half. Always good to shop for the best number. I think the Yankees uh, Angels game is off the board right now. Do you have it up on your board, Will? Yeah, it was up and then it came down. Now it's popped back up. Is Kluber listed for the Yankees and then action for the Angels? So either don't don't know who's going to pitch or they're going to go with a bullpen game. To me, minus 150 with Kluber is just too much. I'm going to take the Angels plus one and a half when it does pop up. I, I, it's starting to show at some boards, at, at some books. Uh, Kluber's off the DL, the IL, whatever they call it now. He didn't even pitch well in some rehab starts. I mean, he he was pretty good early in the year, but you know he's not a hard thrower anymore. He's not the guy he was four or five years ago. I never bet guys first start off the IL. You just never know they're going to be rusty. They're not going to be sharp. Uh, like I said, the Yankees never play well in the West Coast, so getting a run in half with the Angels to me is a bet here. I just think this is way inflated to to Kluber and to the Yankees. And look, Kluber's probably not going to give you more than five innings either, so you're going to be into that bullpen, which is uh, always an adventure for the Yankees. So I would lean Angels and, and take the run in half. Now you're not going to lay a price like this. So Baltimore and Ellis, your your Orioles in Toronto, Robbie Ray. You're not going to lay three twenty with Toronto, but you will go over the team total of five and a half with Toronto. Just fade the Orioles any way you can. I mean, it's the name of the game. I think this is just a rare opportunity this last month, this next month going forward. I don't think the market really caught up to how bad this Orioles team was. I mean, Tampa beat them, I think, 18 out of 19. They were a dollar fifty favorites over Baltimore Saturday night. They were only two twenty. Oh, yesterday, only $2 Friday night. And look, I'm not in the business of laying $2. If you do that regularly, you're going to get hammered in baseball. But this Orioles team, this is a rare opportunity. This is not a major league team. They finally caught up to, to the number here and, and laid, make you lay 320 with the Blue Jays. I think that's a fair number. But, um, you know, Springer should be back for the Blue Jays. He's been important to them. He's hit really well. He's missed a million games. But when he's played, he's he's been unbelievable. Uh, they should just kill this Orioles pitching staff. So I do like the over five and a half. I think they'll score plenty of runs tonight. And uh, I think you can parlay this, too, with with the money line with the Blue Jays and then San Fran week one over Detroit. And, you know, I, I think Detroit, that line might be a little high to lay seven and a half on the road week I one. Agree. But uh, that San Fran line, that's going to be a popular teaser teaser leg. People are going to be teasing that with the Rams, teasing that with everything. Everyone, because the, the 49ers should at least win that game. 
You know, last year, Jacksonville, Houston, 33% of the survivor contestants got eliminated because they took Indianapolis down in Jacksonville. Heat, humidity, reminder now, heat, humidity. But, you know, the Rams are playing home against the Bears. They control the weather. The Niners are playing in an air-conditioned Ford Field. They'll control, So it really won't affect them. How many people do you think in the survivor pool will be taking the Rams and the, or, the, uh, or the 49ers? I think more so the Rams, although you don't, that's one of the better teams. A, a lot of people use a strategy this where they, they want to save certain teams and, and they want to save the better teams for later. And a lot of people have a rule about, look, I'm just not going to play a road team until I have to until later in the year. So, you know, that's one of the higher lines. You'll get definitely a percentage of people taking the 49ers. But uh, I haven't plotted out week one of Survivor. I'm in a few of those. It'll be a popular pick, but it, it won't be the same. I, I think teams will look for a home team week one. Mr. Baseball, anything for you on the way out? You know, I, I gave my baseball pick, Patrick. All you know right. what? I, I like that under. You know, I like the under in 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 uh, in, in uh, Washington in Detroit. I, yeah, I know. I liked it. I liked. I like both Mize and I like both Ober the pitchers. I gave out evidence five of the last six outings. I was I was coming up with numbers. Comerica, I just didn't wing this. Comerica and Comerica. I, I didn't want. I didn't want to kind of go into it and say it wrong. So I just said Detroit Stadium. You know, I I'm careful. <laughs> no, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want Stephanie <laughs> oh. mad at me on Friday. You know. Hey, hey, hey. I love how Mondays are Friday. Well, I must say, for a Monday, you were quite chipper today. What do you owe it to? Um, I think I'm, I'm more chipper than you guys give me credit for. No. I think I'm, you guys underrate. I, we want bit. your. Uh, you you could be part of this. You could be part of this bad. Uh, I see it, Steph. The bottom ten college teams. You can send your list anytime. That's the Lombardi I, line. A, go ahead. Go ahead, Will. Great. Yeah. Now, New New Mexico State. I was just looking. They play at Alabama later this year, so that should be fun. We can guess what that line. Beast.com/slash subscribe. Yep, see you guys. Go. You nailed it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.